We got a dog bothering me. So I don't even know if I need to do oh, that. Yeah, I don't need to do that. Um, been forgetting to do my intros lately. This is Americana the American Way with Big John coming at you. You can find me on Rumble and Anchor.fm and Spotify on Americana the American Way channel or podcast. Also, we have Parlor. No, wait. Parlor. The Real Big John, all one word. On Twitter, Gab and Getter. <laughs> it's hard to keep up with all this. Uh, at The Real Big John. Uh, at The Real underscore Big John. Parlor. Uh, the hell with it. You know where to find me. Um, if you're watching this, you probably found it on one of those social media platforms. So. What the hell is going on? Today, the Supreme Court struck down uh, Biden's ridiculous, ridiculous Nicholas uh, vaccine mandate after, even after <laughs> Judge Sonia Sotomayor uh, said there were 100,000 youngins in the hospital, um, most of them in just do the damn thing. A uh, hundred thousand youngins in the hospital, um, most of which in severe condition and on ventilators. Uh, so here on Yahoo News says the Supreme Court issued two highly anticipated rulings on Thursday temporarily blocking Biden the Biden administration uh, COVID vaccine mandate for large employers but allowing a separate ruling applying only to health care workers at facilities receiving federal funding the decision was six to three uh, says uh, to block the rule that would have been issued by the Occupational Safety and Health Administration known as OSHA. OSHA has never before imposed such a mandate, nor has Congress indeed, although Congress has enacted significant legislation addressing the COVID pandemic, it has declined to and act any measure that any measure similar to what OSHA has uh, prom, uh, promulgated here, the majority opinion stated. Healthcare facilities, the court ruled five to four to uphold the now rule administered by the Department of Health and Human Services with. Clarence Thomas, Samuel Alito, and Neil Gorsuch dissenting. Both Medicare and Medicaid are administered by the Secretary of Health and Human Services, who has general statutory authority to uh, promulgate regulations as they may be necessary to the efficient administration of the functions with which he is charged. One such function, perhaps the most basic, given the department's core mission, is to ensure healthcare providers who care for Medicare and Medicaid patients protect their patients' health and, major health and safety, the majority stated. Um, the first ruling I agree with, uh, I don't think the government has the right to mandate you get a vaccine. Uh, 
it does not talk about exemptions for religion, uh, for uh, other uh, underlying health reasons. Now, I'm sure. Or I'm not sure even because this is so ridiculous. Uh, if underlying health conditions would matter to them. But what a government agency, the President of the United States, even the Congress, in my opinion, does not have the right to make medical decisions for you, which was one of my oppositions to the Affordable Care Act, which was not affordable and doesn't take care of anything. The whole kit and caboodle really is that We've ceded how many rights in the last two going on three years, right? For March of uh, 2020, still feels like yesterday. <laughs> New at Don't tell me how to read light. Hold on. Um, still feels like yesterday I was sitting here at midnight uh, or so, sitting somewhere at midnight uh, January 1st 2020 and people were posting uh, jokes about the TV show 2020 anyhow I, since I can't remember the jokes, it's not that interesting or funny, I guess. But, uh, and then a few months later, the end of February, the start of March, all shit hit the fan. And we were told 15 days to flatten the curve. And that turned into three months. And now we're coming on three years, if you count 20, uh, 2020, 21. And now the start of 22, we're still arguing about this. These vaccines don't work. There's still people spreading the virus that have been vaccinated. People that are vaccinated are still getting the virus. Uh, and we've never addressed the overall health problems in this country. Um, and, and it's hard to address individual health problems finally now since they have to make excuses for the Biden administration you know members of the uh, government the CDC and uh, er except Dr. Falsy he's just got a bone a heart on a boner an erection for these fact you gotta get the vaccine uh, and he's been caught in more and more lies and more cover up about this vaccine there's also uh, these insane ideas, doctors that are very well versed and well respected in the medical community uh, have said things like about 500,000 people may have died because hydroxychloroquine was demonized uh, at the beginning of this virus uh, because People didn't like President Trump coming out and saying, oh, look, yoo-hoo, woo-hoo, uh, a doctor in France did a study and, you know, X number of people out of the 2,000 were cured when you introduced hydroxychloroquine up at the very beginning. Why does it minimize uh, the virus? One, it... Uh, it heals inflammation. Part of what the virus does is cause inflammation in the lungs. Hydroxychloroquine treats that. Uh, hydroxychloroquine also stops viral replication. Uh, but for whatever reason, because Donald Trump said it was a good thing, the CDC and the, the NIH had to say, no, no, there's no proof, there's no proof. Doctors that actually practice in the field say, yes, there is proof. 
many studies have been done showing there is proof. And <clears throat> it's not just hydroxychloroquine. Uh, hydroxychloroquine, when used with ivermectin, another medication that's been used billions of times safely in human beings, not horses, it, uh, not just horses and animals, because they use it in dog, it's in dog dewormer too, heart dewormer. Um, anyhow, hydroxychloroquine combined with ivermectin and other drugs, zinc, uh, Z-packs, uh, things of that nature, it, it ends up helping people. It, um, along with uh, monoclonal antibodies, uh, NAD, another over-the-counter drug that uh, they're starting to pull back, which I need to get some of that. But it's a vitamin that you can take that's good for your immune system. It fights viruses. Um, I've been taking zinc and vitamin C and vitamin D for years and haven't been sick. Uh, before this pandemic, it's been five or six years since I've had a really bad sickness. You know, I do get a flu shot every year. I got both my COVID shots when it was a two-shot deal. Now they're saying it's a three-shot deal or you're not really vaccinated. Uh, and there's other research coming out saying that, you know, if we keep doing these boosters, it's going to weaken our natural immune system. So, nonetheless, the Supreme Court put down one of the Biden administration's Gestapo tactics to push these vaccines on people at businesses with over 100 employees. Uh, the other news that came out today, well, actually January 5th, but I just saw it today. Uh, what is it with these big liberal cities that they like? They seem to like crime. Like in San Francisco and California and that, uh, jails were getting overcrowded. Uh, so the California legislature and their finite wisdom, and I mean it's very finite, uh, decided to lower some crimes from felonies to misdemeanors. So now... You can go anywhere in California, steal yourself $950 worth of shit, and, you know, go, go, uh, scot-free. Uh, they might write you a ticket or something, but you pay, you pay your ticket and you're on your way. If that, you probably skip your court date and they're not even going to come after you. So, you know, it would almost be worth, seriously, you know how the government uh, had prohibition in the 20s and 30s, and it, it pretty much fueled the mafia. Uh, people say the mafia was born out of... Uh, Prohibition and the illegal liquor uh, distribution, and so on, so on. Uh, it, it's almost worth it to be enterprising. Go to California, you know, figure out what a, you know, gasoline. It would be kind of hard to fit a bunch of shit onto an airplane with all the rules they have now for how much stuff you can carry onto a plane. But it would be almost worth it to drive out there, go on a month-long spree of stealing $950 worth of crap at a time, go to wherever you live, 
and then sell it at a flea market. I mean, if you sell, if you you rent a table at a flea market for what, twenty five, fifty bucks, maybe a hundred bucks. I don't know how. Some of these flea markets are pretty big, where I live. <laughs> okay. But you go there, you pay for your spot. If you sold your $950 worth of merchandise for a dollar a piece, you would it would still be profitable if you, you know, put your put you have to put some work into it, you know, get you a pickup truck that you know, you could load the back end down with boxes and crates and bags or whatever. You put your booty in, your loot your your treasure and then drive it the hell back to wherever you live and resell it uh, at half a sell it at half of uh, store price pardon me you know get get a bunch of deodorant you know essential stuff that people need why not fuck it it's America the mob did it the mafia did it <laughs> you know some people say the, the you know the government turned uh, a blind eye to what the mafia was doing with the bootlegging and stills and illegal liquor trade. But anyhow, I digress. Uh, the reason I bring this up, the new Manhattan District Attorney, Alvin Bragg, paving the way for bigger bloodbath, according to critics. Uh, this is from Fox News. Of course, we know we they'd be against him. So, M Manhattan DA's office considering the considered the premier local law enforcement job in the nation is the home of legendary mob busting Thomas E. Dewey. <laughs> Funny, I just brought the mafia. Uh, who was a Republican candidate for president twice, lost twice. Uh, two iconic DAs followed him, Frank Ho Hogan, no relation to Hulk Hogan, uh, and Robert uh, Morgan Hugh, Morgan Thew, Morgenthau, for yeah, 35 years, okay. Uh, the office is fixed, the fictionalized location for the TV show Law and Order. I don't give a shit, Fox News. Get to the point. But in real life, the new district attorney, progressive Democrat Alvin Bragg, is accused of abandoning law and bringing disorder to the halls of justice in his third day on the job. In a stunning reversal of traditional law enforcement procedures, Bragg sent a memo stressing diversion and alternatives to incarceration in pursuing uh, prosecutions, but not sending criminals to jail. Or pardon me, by not sending criminals to jail. The no jail time exceptions are murder, a crime that involves someone's death, or a felony. Several serious crimes like armed robbery are being reduced to misdemeanors, which could mean dangerous thugs end up back on the streets without any time inside of jail. Even if you murder someone, Bragg says his office will limit sentences to 20 years. He is refusing to seek the state-mandated life without parole for murderers, which would include terrorists, cop killers, and even serial killers. Now, that has... You have to see how that goes at trial. And his office can recommend anything they want. It's up to a judge to decide the verdict. And if the state's uh, mandate or law is 20 years or is life in prison, that's what they're going to get. But the point is, uh, this Alvin Bragg is soft on crime. And as we've seen... When you get soft on crime, which New York already has, crime increases. Um, I don't really want to hear what their opinion talking heads say. 
Greg says he's seeking goals of safety and fairness by focusing on accountability, not sentence length. The claims that his he cl and claims that his reform will make us safer. He wants defendants' race to be considered. Well, that's racist right there. How? What? Like, who gets the harder sentences? No, Haley, stop. Um. Um. What? I mean, it—that's it, racism. Can, he's, he wants to consider the defendant's race in the in the sentencing, in the prosecution of things. Bragg's office will largely no longer target, or, or pardon me, no longer prosecute trespass offenses. The charge of resisting arrest, uh, fair beating, I think fair beating is F-A-R-E, as in jumping the turnstiles at uh, the subway gate or the train station. Also, sex work, prostitution, sex trafficking, money for sex. Now, well, there's some assholes that... Argue. Hello there, my very good friends. No, not your very good friend. Um, there are some idiots that argue, well, prostitution should be legalized and just tax it and, you know, pay off the national debt. Our government's never going to pay off the national debt. Um, I, I just think this is all stupid. The uh, the New York Post is reporting the detectives union is calling on Hall Hall H O C H U L to replace D A Bragg if he refuses to enforce laws. Uh, Hutchell is <clears throat> New York's new uh, governor. The head of the NYPD Detectives Union pop-ups. No, I don't want to see your damn pop-up. Okay, sorry about that. Has urged Governor Hutchell uh, to appoint a special prosecutor if the newly elected Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg refuses to enforce the law in criminal cases. In a letter dated Wednesday, Detectives Endowment Association President Paul Diagomacomo Demochia, out oh, of hell with it, D I G I A C O M O, D G A C O M O, asked. Hutchell to assign a special prosecutor to oversee matters in which Bragg uh, in which Bragg intervene and appoint, appoint a special prosecutor to oversee the matters in which the Manhattan District Attorney fails to, dis, to abide by his own sworn oath. So the detectives in New York are against this. They put all their work, they put their lives on the line uh, to solve these crimes, and then this guy says, well, we're not going to prosecute it to the full extent of the law. Pretty ridiculous. I mean, how far to hell in a handbasket does your city have to go before you realize this is the wrong way of doing things. You know, I said this when they wanted to pass Obamacare. I say this all the time. Look at how your ideas turn out in other places. 
if socialized medicine didn't work in other places, if not prosecuting crimes doesn't work in other places, if crime increases, then that's a, obviously a bad idea. So don't do it. <laughs> you know, I cited California uh, as an example where they, they cut back on how they're going to enforce the laws and crime went up. That's how they should be looking at this. Not, woohoo, let's let people go out and break the law for shits and giggles. No, that doesn't make sense. You know? <sighs> Liberals. I mean, New York and California took huge losses in population. New York has lost a huge amount of its tax base uh, when they enact these stupid laws like defund the police, let crime run rampant. Uh, you know, let homeless shelters go everywhere because of um, overtaxation and so on and so forth. It's, it's insane what these people do that they come up with. So I, I just I don't get it. I'll never get it. Uh, I guess you know New York, like San Francisco, like Los Angeles used to be a dream city. It was like, you know, the Big Apple, the Statue of Liberty, the uh, ball drop at Times Square on New Year's Eve. It's all gone to hell because of these liberals and their policies. Why? Why, why, why? Tell me why, baby, why, baby, why? Why do they do this? It's, un it's unexplainable. Unfathomable. Moving along. So let's see this story from Pittsburgh, WTAE. I used to watch WTAE Channel 4 out of Pittsburgh News as a kid. I don't know why my grandparents were so hung up on seeing the news from a city 60 miles away. Maybe less, but... Uh, when we had another television station in Steubenville, but they reported local news, but whatever. News that was closer to our house, but anyway. Man who held woman captive for a decade will be released from prison next month. I don't want that. Okay. The man responsible for holding Tanya Catch captive for 10 years being released from prison next month. She doesn't look very old. She looks like she's in her 40s. Catch told Pittsburgh's Action News 4 she's dreading February 9th. It's the day she was told Thomas, How Thomas Hose, H-O-S-E, Hose, will be a free man after serving his maximum 15-year sentence. Well, that's, that's the maximum the law will allow. It's sad that this creepy bastards back out on the street let's pray that he doesn't hurt any more women um she goes on to say this nasty horrible human monster of a person is getting out after what he has done i am scared that he might do it again <coughs> yeah that's really sad and scary and he served the maximum of 15 years. Uh, it says, now 40 years old, Catch, K-A-C-H, says she still lives with nightmares from her 10 years in captivity. He threatened my life every day. He threatened to kill me every day. Uh, as the sentence for Hass comes... Er, Hose comes to an end. Those flashbacks are still raw. Lawrence Fisher is an attorney and co-author of Memoir of Milk. Cart, cart, ah, Memoir of a Milk Carton Kid. He says Tanya's case was the first and only time he ever represented a victim. I have had many clients 
do the crime and do the time. Victims don't necessarily get to move on with their lives. I think Tanya is pretty remarkable, but she still feels the scars, Fisher said. That's true. You know, we we put people in jail. We say they paid their debt to society. But did they pay their debt to their victim? What do we do for victims of crimes? You know, what do we do for victims of, uh, you know, rape or... Uh, well, false imprisonment, but that's an understatement in this case. Uh, what do we do for these victims? Do they get psychiatric help from the state? Uh, certainly not. At least they didn't. Don't that I know of. Uh, there are victims' rights and victim advocacy. Um, I had something stolen from me a few years ago. Um... And I got a letter from the prosecutor's office offering me, you know, help in dealing with and recovering from being a victim of a crime. But uh, something was stolen out of my car. It didn't really affect me emotionally or personally. Somebody just was walking down the street on a little crime spree and was pulling on door handles and stealing whatever he could out of cars. And uh, I happened to be able to identify what was stolen out of my car. It was in police evidence, and I was there to report it stolen just by happenstance. Uh, anyhow, in 1996, uh, Catch was lured away from, her, from home by house by hose who was a security guard at her middle school. Ooh, man, that makes it even worse. Uh, she was 14 at the time. Hose was 38. He groomed me into running away with him, Katz said. Locked away on the second floor of the house he shared with his parents. The house shared with his parents. Wow. Tanya was forced to use a bucket for a toilet at one point. She even wrote a will. Oh, that's so sad. She says, I put my name, my birth date, where I was from, who my parents were, and slipped it under the rug. I put Tanya was here because I thought I was going to die. In 2000, Tanya says, Hose allowed her to leave the house for short periods of time, it was like a magnet. I had to get back to him, but everywhere I went, I had to call him. Tanya Catch was dead. He invented Nikki Diane Allen, and I had a whole new identity, so I didn't know who I was anymore. Oh my gosh, he brainwashed her. And to thinking she was like a totally different person. How disturbing. That should be more than 15 years in jail. Uh, then in March 2006, Tanya escaped when she confided in a local deli owner who called the police. I can't have children. I can't have my own because of the damage that he had done. That's one thing that is... With me my whole life. Man. He helped. He was a school security guard. And groomed a kid into. Into. Into running away with him. And gave her a new name and identity. Oh what a creeper. That's disgusting. See this is why we've got to watch out for our kids. This whole screwed up movement of mine, calling pedophiles minor attracted persons is, what, is what's coming. This is what's coming. <coughs> They're going to normalize adult relationships with children like this. 
and the next one might not get 15 years. He might say, well, I'm, I'm the new breed of pedophile. I'm attracted to children and I have sex with children, but I'm not one of those bad pedophiles. You know, I'm just a minor attracted persons. This is why we got to fight this shit, people. This is what Donald Trump meant when he said, fight like hell for your rights. It's why I do these podcasts and these little videos. I don't give a shit how big or small my audience is. I've been doing this for going on 13 years. And we'll probably still be flattening the curve 13 years from now. But anyhow, this is despicable. Somebody can keep a, a person locked up, give them a new identity, brainwash them into thinking they're somebody else, uh, and keep them locked in a second floor bedroom or something for years and years. And he's, he's going to do it again. He's going to get out and hurt somebody again. When you do something that disturbing... You don't change. You don't change overnight. You don't change in 15 years. There's something wrong with your DNA, your psychological DNA. It's proven over and over again. Scientifically. You know, I I just watched a, a documentary called The Ken and Barbie Killers. The Ken and Barbie Killers. Uh... This guy was a serial rapist, and his rapes were getting more and more violent. And then he met, like, his female counterpart. And they started uh, capturing women, torturing them, raping them. Uh, they even murdered the Barbie Barbie's little sister and sexually assaulted her before they killed her. Uh, gave her dope and uh, Barbie put uh, a cloth over her face with uh, this like animal tranquilizer that's used to put animals to sleep and they raped and killed her and so the point is when you're fucked up in the head with these chemical imbalances and craziness the pattern escalates and gets worse and worse and worse and worse. Uh, The victims of this guy, after uh, he raped them, would say, I looked into the eyes of evil. It was like I was looking into the eyes of Satan. And, you know, he went from just rape to uh, raping them with their faces shoved into the dirt to, you know, injuring them. And then when he met this girl that was as crazy as he was with this sexual nature and uh, lust for murder, evidently, their torture and rape of women got worse and murder and, oh, hor- horrific. And that, I, man, I'm afraid that's what this ho- hose guy is going to end up being when he gets out of the, the clink. God, what is wrong with our society? What is wrong with our world? Another crazy, sick person, depraved individual, Prince Andrew. This is more unfolding news on uh, Prince Andrew and his uh, lust for young women. Uh, Prince Andrew case, from the official denials to stripped of patronages, a look at the key events so far, USA Today. Prince Andrew is part of this Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein uh, elite pedophile ring where, you know, Maxwell and Epstein would lure lure young, poor, financially, not destitute, but financially destitute girls, teenage girls into their sex island, into the sex trafficking world that District Attorney Bragg in New York wants to overlook, uh, maybe, allegedly wants to overlook. Uh, 
and people like Prince Andrew, Bill Gates, Bill Clinton, uh, a whole list of celebrities, you can find it online. Uh, but powerful world leaders would turn out of the faces of COVID-19, a valley nurse, one of the nearly 25,000 era. That, this has nothing to do with COVID-19. This is about Prince Andrew being a bastard. Um, sorry, autoplay happened. Okay, so Prince Andrew, the Queen's second son, is being sued by Virginia Roberts Guffrey, who alleges Andrew raped her and sexually assaulted her in New York, okay, on American soil, in 2001 when she was 17. She claims that Andrew's friend Jeffrey Epstein trafficked her to him and that the prince knew it. Prince Andrew, 61, has been under fire in Britain since at least 2011 for his friendship with Epstein, the convicted American sex offender who did not hang himself in 2019. Uh, Guffrey, 38, has been airing her allegations against Prince Andrew publicly since 2015. Andrew has strenuously denied her accusations claiming he didn't remember meeting her, even though there's a picture of them together. Now, crazy right-wing extremist Alex Jones was talking about Sex Island, Pedophile Island, and Jeffrey Epstein's Lolita Express more than 10 years ago. And this Epstein stuff goes back to the 1990s. But these powerful world leaders, they want to have their freaky-deaky sexual relations uh, under, the under the covers. Yeah. Uh, under the cover of darkness. Well, what's done in the dark will be brought out by the light. And more women, more of these women that were part of the Epstein... Uh, harem and Ghislaine Maxwell's harem need to step up I mean I know it's hard for them but they've got to break this stuff up before the next girl gets it you know you think these creepy perverted men like Kevin Spacey uh, Bill Clinton who looks horrible uh, he's got to be near no, I don't want you'll think I'm ignorant if I say near death but I'm not wishing death on Bill Clinton. I'm just saying he looks horrible. What? These people have to be stopped. This cannot be normalized. You know, Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell and Prince Andrew cannot be looked at as heroes 10 years from now in the normalization of the pedophile movement. I know you think I'm talking crazy. Go on YouTube. They don't ban these videos. Go on the internet and look up minor attracted persons or MAPS. M-A-P-S. MAPS is what they're trying to call themselves now and see where people are trying to, you know, desensitize you to the word pedophile. Oh, a pedophile is just a person that's attracted to minors, like Prince Andrew. Uh, not all pedophiles rape children, and not all child rapists are pedophiles, one article I saw uh, quoted said. And these are from people in, like, the mainstream media, these are from people that have, like, influence in the world. Celebrities. I don't know why celebrities have influence, but they do. Because they have money, that's why. Uh, but, you know, high-ranking world leaders. What if this Prince Andrew were, were somehow to become the king? What if that, the chain of events that would make him, put him on the throne were to come true? It's already been alleged that the uh, 
the royal castle or however whatever you want to call it the crown that's a vague general term but you know the royal authorities have been have been destroying and covering up for prince andrew but this is insane so uh after a disastrous 2019 interview uh, Andrew, quote, stepped back, end quote, from his royal duties. Here are some of the developments and allegations. Pris uh, Queen Elizabeth II removes Prince Andrew's military titles, royal patronages amid sexual abuse lawsuit. Queen Elizabeth II revoked Prince Andrew's military associations and royal patronages Thursday, a day after the judge, blah, blah, blah. With the Queen's approval and agreement, the Duke of York's military affiliations and royal patronages have been returned to the Queen. The Duke of York will continue not to undertake any public duties and is defending his case as a private citizen, Buckingham Palace said in a statement. Uh, and there's a picture of the royal family. And these are some goofy-looking people. Sexual lawsuit against Prince Andrew uh, can move forward. Judge rules. We talked about that already. Prince Andrew's accusers settlement from Jeffrey Epstein upscaled. Up or pardon me, unsealed. Her lawyer says it's irrelevant. A woman who alleges Jeffrey Epstein trafficked her to Prince Andrew, accepted a $500,000 settlement from Epstein in 2009 and agreed she wouldn't sue him and any other potential defendant, according to a court document unsealed January 3rd. The Duke of York's lawyers say the agreement between the accuser and Epstein should bar her from suing Andrew now. Evidently not. Maybe more names and things will come out. If, you know, when names and allegations came out in the Ghislaine Maxwell trial, there was nothing stopping the authorities from investigating these other people. And I don't understand why they didn't. Instead, they sealed the Epstein file back up. And some president, somewhere, somehow, somebody has to have the authority. Or somebody needs to take it to the Supreme Court that all those files need, need be made public. And at the very least, we can publicly shame these people that did these things to these young women. You know, let's have all the videotapes that Epstein supposedly had that the FBI confiscated and allegedly lost let's have all the photographs exposed you can blur out the faces of the young women to protect them or conceal their identity uh, but man they're they're predators the predators that preyed on these young girls through this epstein sex trafficking still have a lot of power in the world could still hurt these women you know, maybe that's why they're afraid to come forward in more and more and more of them. But I give this uh, uh, Guffrey girl, Guffrey's, G-I-U-F-F-R-E-S, Jeffrey's, Guffrey's, I don't know, uh, credit, Guffrey, you know, for fighting this and going after these people. You know, that $500,000 was not into Jeffrey Epstein. He was getting bribes and kickbacks and money from all kinds of people. He was a piss-poor uh, hedge fund manager, from what I heard, from what I've read. Uh, you know, he wasn't anybody, you know, really powerful and wealthy himself. He just knew a lot of powerful, wealthy people and got into the right social circles uh, because of what money he did make as a hedge fund manager, but then he got all this 
attention and the lifestyle he wanted, and he abused girls himself. So did Ghislaine Maxwell. But we can't let this go. We cannot let this become normal. And be normalized. These people are the scum of society. I don't care if you're a prince, a king, a queen, uh, a big-time actor, a president. Uh, you know, I don't care. This has to be stopped. These people are hurting other human beings. And no matter what, if he has to cough up some money to her, if he were to be put in jail, he would get out. And he would go on to living his normal creepy life, this Prince Andrew. If Jeffrey Epstein hadn't been murdered in jail, I mean, he was pretty old, like sick, pardon me, 60s or something, maybe 70-ish. He wasn't young, but he, he couldn't have been 70. But anyways, you know, these criminals, like this hose guy that held the girl in Pittsburgh captive for 10 years, He's going to go back to doing the same thing. Or he's going to go on to live a li live his life. I don't think these people's brains are wired for remorse. They're wired to be scared that they're going to go to jail. Like Ghislaine Maxwell was. Like Prince Andrew is. But. They're soulless, heartless scumbags. And they're not going to live with the scars and the emotional damage that their victims... Hello there, Mike. Hello there, Mike. <laughs> Sorry. Autoplay. Uh, they're not going to live with the damage that their victims live with. Anyways, until next time, God bless you. Oh, let me say that without the cigar in my face. God bless you. Pray for one another. Have a very, very blessed day.